Welcome to Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm Jill. Today's the sixth day of January. And I know I say it a lot, but it's the truth. It is my joy, my honor, and sheer pleasure to be reading the Bible for us together in community. I'm so glad that you're here, day six. And I just want you to stop and take notice that it's day six and you're here and you're in the Word and the Bible is coming alive to you and God is speaking to you through His Word and a lot has happened so far and yet we're just getting started and it's very exciting. Uh, No announcements today. We're going to just jump right into the word. Today we're reading Job chapters 10 through 13, and this week we're reading the New Living Translation, Job chapter 10. I am disgusted with my life. Let me complain freely. My bitter soul must complain. I will say to God, don't simply condemn me. Tell me the charge you are bringing against me. What do you gain by oppressing me? Why do you reject me, the work of your own hands, while smiling on the schemes of the wicked? Are your eyes like those of a human? Do you see things only as people see them? Is your lifetime only as long as ours? Is your life so short that you must quickly probe for my guilt and search for my sin? Although you know I am not guilty, no one can rescue me from your hands. You formed me with your hands, you made me, yet now you completely destroy me. Remember that you made me from dust, will you turn me back to dust so soon? You guided my conception and formed me in the womb. You clothed me with skin and flesh and you knit my bones and sinews together. You gave me life and showed me your unfailing love. My life was preserved by your care, yet your real motive, your true intent, was to watch me, and if I sinned, you would not forgive my guilt. If I am guilty, too bad for me, and even if I am innocent, I can't hold my head high, because I am filled with shame and misery, and if I hold my head high, you hunt me like a lion and display your awesome power against me. Again and again you witness against me. You pour out your growing anger on me and bring fresh armies against me. Why then did you deliver me from my mother's womb? Why didn't you let me die at birth? It would be as though I had never existed going directly from the womb to the grave. I have only a few days left, so leave me alone that I may have a moment of comfort before I leave, never to return, for the land of darkness and utter gloom. It is a land as dark as midnight, a land of gloom and confusion, where even the light is dark as midnight. Then Zophar, the Namathite, replied to Job, Shouldn't someone answer this torrent of words? Is a person proved innocent just by a lot of talking? Should I remain silent while you babble on? When you mock God, shouldn't someone make you ashamed? You claim my beliefs are pure and I am clean in the sight of God. If 
only God would speak, if only he would tell you what he thinks, if only he would tell you the secrets of wisdom, for true wisdom is not a simple matter. Listen, God is doubtless punishing you far less than you deserve. Can you solve the mysteries of God? Can you discover everything about the Almighty? Such knowledge is higher than the heavens, and who are you? It is deeper than the underworld. What do you know? It is broader than the earth and wider than the sea. If God comes and puts a person in prison or calls the court to order, who can stop him? For he knows those who are false and he takes note of all their sins. An empty-headed person won't become wise any more than a wild donkey can bear a human child. If only you would prepare your heart and lift up your hands to him in prayer. Get rid of your sins and leave all your iniquity behind you. Then your face will brighten with innocence. You will be strong and free of fear. You will forget your misery. It will be like water flowing away. Your life will be brighter than the noonday. Even darkness will be as bright as morning. Having hope will give you courage. You will be protected and will rest in safety. You will lie down unafraid, and many will look to you for help. But the wicked will be blinded. They will have no escape. Their only hope is death. Then Job spoke again. You people really know everything, don't you? And when you die, wisdom will die with you. Well, I know a few things myself, and you're no better than I am. Who doesn't know these things you've been saying? Yet my friends laugh at me, for I call on God and expect an answer. I am a just and blameless man, yet they laugh at me. People who are at ease mock those in trouble. They give a push to people who are stumbling, but robbers are left in peace and those who provoke God live in safety, though God keeps them in his power. Just ask the animals and they will teach you. Ask the birds of the sky and they will tell you. Speak to the earth and it will instruct you. Let the fish in the sea speak to you, for they all know that my disaster has come from the hand of the Lord, for the life of every living thing is in his hand and the breath of every human being. The ear tests the words it hears, just as the mouth distinguishes between foods. Wisdom belongs to the aged and understanding to the old. But true wisdom and power are found in God. Counsel and understanding are His. What He destroys cannot be rebuilt. When He puts someone in prison, there is no escape. If He holds back the rain, the earth becomes a desert. If he releases the waters, they flood the earth. Yes, strength and wisdom are his. Deceivers and deceived are both in his power. He leads counselors away, stripped of good judgments. Wise judges become fools. He removes the royal robe of kings. They are led away with ropes around their waist. He leads priests away, stripped of status. He overthrows those with long years and power. He silences the trusted advisor and removes the insight of the elders. He pours disgrace upon princes and disarms the strong. He uncovers mysteries hidden in darkness. He brings light to the deepest gloom. 
He builds up nations and he destroys them. He expands nations and he abandons them. He strips kings of understanding and leaves them wandering in a pathless wasteland. They grope in the darkness without a light. He makes them stagger like drunkards. Look, I have seen all this with my own eyes and heard it with my own ears, and now I understand. I know as much as you do. You are no better than I am. As for me, I would speak directly to the Almighty. I want to argue my case with God himself. As for you, you smear me with lies. As physicians, you are worthless quacks. If only you could be silent. That's the wisest thing you could do. Listen to my charge. Pay attention to my arguments. Are you defending God with lies? Do you make your dishonest arguments for his sake? Will you slant your testimony in his favor? Will you argue God's case for him? What will happen when he finds out what you are doing? Can you fool him as easily as you fool people? No, you will be in trouble with him if you secretly slant your testimony in his favor. Doesn't his majesty terrify you? Doesn't your fear of him overwhelm you? Your platitudes are as valuable as ashes. Your defense is as fragile as a clay pot. Be silent now and leave me alone. Let me speak and I will face the consequences. Why should I put myself in mortal danger and take my life in my own hands? God might kill me, but I have no other hope. I am going to argue my case with him, but this is what will save me. I am not godless. If I were, I could not stand before him. Listen closely to what I am about to say. Hear me out. I have prepared my case. I will be proved innocent. Who can argue with me over this? And if you prove me wrong, I will remain silent and die. Oh God, grant me these two things and then I will be able to face you. Remove your heavy hand from me and don't terrify me with your awesome presence. Now summon me and I will answer. Or let me speak to you and you reply. Tell me what I have done wrong. Show me my rebellion and my sin. Why do you turn away from me? Why do you treat me as your enemy? Would you terrify a leaf blown by the wind? Would you chase dry straw? You write bitter accusations against me and bring up all the sins of my youth. You put my feet in stocks. You examine all my paths. You trace all my footprints. I waste away like rotting wood, like a moth-eaten coat. I found today some really key things hidden in just a couple of lines. The first thing is at the very beginning of the reading, Job chapter 10. Let me complain freely. My bitter soul must complain and then that bitterness is unleashed and we hear it and it starts getting cringy uh, but haven't we done the same thing don't we long for safe places and we so often just sit with it in our mind in our own self and then comes the shame like why am I speaking that way to God 
why am I questioning God? But yet we find we have questions. So let me complain freely. Fair enough. Especially in tragedy. Safe places are essential to just spit out the venom that we're holding inside that seems to be eating us at times. And do we have safe places? I think the greater question that we have to ask ourselves is, are we a safe place? We may not be able to have a safe place available to us. So in the meantime, can we be what is missing in our own lives for somebody else? And do we need to have the answers and a response back when someone is unleashing their anguish, exposing the bitterness that they've been holding inside? And then maybe we take that a step deeper. Why do we feel the need to have the answers? Are we uncomfortable? with what we're hearing are we uncomfortable with someone being upset or angry at god can we just hear them can we just sit shiva with them can we just be presence for them can our greatest offering be a listening ear to someone without feeling the need to fix the problem. There is a time for wisdom to speak, but there's also a time for wisdom to know when not to speak. The next little hidden set of questions come when Zophar opens his mouth to Job. Shouldn't someone answer this torrent of words? Is a person proved innocent just by a lot of talking? Should I remain silent? while you babble on when you mock god shouldn't someone make you ashamed here's the thing they're valid questions as he continues on can you solve the mysteries of god this can be so complicated because there's the juxtaposition of valid points he's got valid questions here but are they helpful are they helpful in someone's time of anguish and someone's need to be heard rather than to be talked back to, to be talked down to. I think as we hear this dialogue and we continue, it will, one, validate our need sometimes to just be able to safely say what we hold inside and internally wrestle with. And then secondly, it exposes those things that we say with good intentions, with a hope to help and to learn that uh, it, it might not be as helpful as we thought it was. Here's the, the last thought of the day for today. We can so easily think we know what we would do in somebody else's situation, even though we've never been in their situation. We can so easily dismiss and diminish the severity of someone's pain and experience because we have not experienced it until we experience it and then we want the whole world to grieve with us 
One of the great benefits of listening to someone and their pain and in their experience is preparation for our own lives. None of us are guaranteed to come out unscathed through pain or suffering in this life. And yet I see, especially as Christians, we will do everything we can to avoid it, to dismiss it, to pray it away. And what we need to understand is grief and pain that is undealt with eventually turns to bitterness and anger and it will seep its way out of the tightest of nooks and crannies and usually it bleeds all over the people that we love the most and again the point from yesterday sometimes we don't know what we need in our pain and in our suffering but sometimes we need to process through it we don't want or need the words of good-meaning people that can be our very best friends. We sometimes want God to come and explain himself, and I'm pretty sure we're going to see the same thing in this story with Job. And so we pause here today in this story as we will turn the page tomorrow and the dialogue will continue. And we're just really getting started here with Job and his three helpful friends. Father, we thank you for your word today, your transformational word that shows us some parts of us uh, that we don't necessarily want to take a look at, and, and they're hard to look at because the voice of shame can be very loud for some of us. We don't know what to do with that, but we thank you that you, God, are safe. We can bring that shame to you. We can bring that exposition of what has been revealed in that part of us that we might not even like, but our own self. We can invite you into that. And we do that just now. We ask you to come to soften the shame as we hand it over to you and as we make necessary changes as maybe we have underestimated the, the power of silence, the power of just being present, the gift of showing up and just being present with someone who needs a safe place. And I pray, God, that we, as representatives of you, could learn to be a safe place, to listen, slow to speak, quick to hear, and listen for the voice of wisdom before we move forward. Thank you that you go with us. Pray this now in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Daily Audio Bible, that's home base. Check it out if you have not. Take a look around. Download the app. Uh, take a look around at the store if you have not. There are some resources available there uh, that are intended to enhance your journey through the Bible, uh, there are journals if you are just like me and you're like, nope, I need that pencil to glide across the page. Typing on a little tiny notepad on my phone just does not cut it. I, I'm your people. We have journals. We have pencils available. Black wing pencils. They are good. Real good. Real nice. 
coffee, tea, sign up for the subscription, have it freshly roasted and delivered to your front door. Uh, All of that is available at the store. If you would like to partner with us, we thank you so much for your partnership. We could not do this without you. If you're giving by mail, DAB PO Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. Or if you're utilizing that mobile app, hit the give icon. It's up at the top right hand corner. Lastly, look for the give icon on the website. If you need prayer, if you'd like to pray for someone that's previously called in several different ways for you to do so, 800 583 2164 or utilizing your app, hit the red circle button up at the top right hand corner. You have two minutes on the prayer line. Hit submit, turn the wheel to chronological, and it will get to the right place. That's it for me today. I'm Jill. We'll turn the page and continue the story of Job tomorrow. Until then, love one another. Hey, DABC. It is Refined by the Fire in Ohio, and I wanted to reach out, wish everybody a happy new year. Welcome, everybody who is new this year, whether it is new to the Daily Audio Bible as a whole or just to Chronological, and you maybe uh, either switched or double dabbing or however many dabs you're doing, but welcome. I know when I first started, it was something new and I wasn't sure, but I have just come to love all of you over at Chronological, obviously Jill and China. Both of you are so spectacular in sharing uh, your wisdom and your insights and just how the Spirit is moving you. So I thank you for being uh, the main voice and being brave enough to step out there to uh, trip over all the words that I know none of us um, would be able to read those out loud. So you are so super brave, and I appreciate that. Thank you all. So I just wanted to tell each of you welcome, and also that I am always out here uh, praying and lifting each one of you up as you call in, as well as celebrating um, together and mourning together through all of the events. Um, And I know none of us know what this year is going to bring, but we're in this together. And one day we will all celebrate in person together with Christ. Love you all. Happy New Year. Father God, thank you so much for the transcription team at the Daily Audio Bible and Daily Audio Bible Chronological. Specifically, I'm thinking of Janelle and Angie as I'm posting this prayer request to the Chronological. Father God, thank you that they have a heart to serve. Thank you that they love you and that they're on fire for you and that they burn for you, Jesus. Lord God, as they go through the year this year and transcribing the spoken word of Jill and China as they read through Chronological and they comment on the scripture and they close out with prayer and encouragement from people that call into that program. Father, bless them with strength and courage and endurance for the journey that lies ahead. It's hard work, Father God, but work that they've been called to. And I'm so thankful to have the opportunity 
and the blessing to get to know them and to do this work with them. So community, if you would please lift Janelle and lift Angie up in your prayers as they take and transcribe the spoken word from Jill in China each and every day and post it off to the Tumblr site that's associated with the transcriptions for the Daily Audio Bible Chronological. And if you didn't know that that was a resource, there are people that are finding great value in being able to go back and read what's been spoken on the program. I hope that you would find great value in that also and that you see there and the work that Angie and Janelle are doing is life-giving along with the tremendous work that Jill and China and the Hardin family does. Jill and China, thank you for your ministry. You're being prayed over every single day. We love you. Hello, Dab C family. This is the burning bush that will not be devoured for the glory of our God and our King. Yay, we made it through a year. That was my first year going through DABC, guys. Like I've been with DAB for, I lose count now, I think probably 15 years, 14-ish. I can't remember now. But uh, yeah, this is amazing. Um, this is just phenomenal. And I'm glad to be back. And I'm actually gonna try to do DAB, be a double dabber, um, like some of you guys. Hopefully I can pay attention and focus and listen to the two at the same time. Anyway, I know this is a very casual call and I just wanted to extend a lot of love to all of you. And for those who are just joining us for the first time, welcome, you are in for a ride. Um, the word of God is amazing to, to, to be in every day. You know that, that's why you're here. But the little um, icing on the cake is this, this community. This community that loves on you all year long there will never be a time you will log on and somebody will not be awake somewhere in the world praying for you because this is international and anyway i love you guys i look forward to hearing your voices bye hi everyone it's christy in kentucky happy new year everyone and welcome to all the new listeners to dabc you are going to love this journey and find that we pray for each other earnestly and love one another very well. So welcome. I know that you're going to love this adventure in your life. It has been so wonderful in mine and my husband's. I wanted to pray today. Lord, we thank you for this most beautiful day that you've given to us, Father. And our sister Lisa has called in from Oklahoma and she's asking for favor in her business this year. And Father, we are asking for that along with her. And we thank you in advance for the wonderful things that are going to happen in Lisa's life this year. Father, we pray for Tiffany, Lord Jesus, and uh, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for baby Elijah being born on Christmas Eve. Oh, Christmas Eve babies, so special. Of course, all babies are special, but I have a special love because my grandmother was born on Christmas Eve and what an amazing woman of God she was. So, so excited to hear about what God is gonna do in Elijah's life. We're praying for you to heal from this birth and that uh, you and your husband will be guided by the Holy Spirit in each and every decision that you have to make. Family, I have a biopsy on Thursday. By the time you hear this, it'll be over with, but I'm praying that you will pray that it will go well and that there will be nothing to be concerned with. 
um, asking you to continue to pray for my beautiful husband who has uh, been diagnosed with ALS. And we have been walking through that for a year and trusting the Lord every step of the way. He is a miracle-working God. Amen. All right, everyone. I love you. I pray each of you have a blessed day. Hey, GABC family. This is Eliza in California. And Debbie, I heard your request for prayer this morning. And my heart is crying out to the Lord for you. So I am just praying that you would feel God's love surround you each day, that you would know He has a great plan for your life and for the life of your baby, and that you would let Him pull you out of your mental struggles right now. So I am just going to keep praying for you, Debbie, that the Lord shows you how lovable you are because He loves you and you are worthy of being loved.